BS high. I don't even know where to start. Being high. Luckily, that's not my job. BSI. What's his name? Ray? Fuck, dude. Roy. I, I couldn't Roy. even. Roy. Yeah. Roy is a bit of a roller coaster in the documentary. But imagine trying to deal with that guy in person. I don't think it'd be that hard. I have. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, I, yeah, we, I we have too. Yeah, I don't, I don't think in person you realize it. Because it's not, he's not, like all humans, obviously this thing's edited, but then he sat down at that interview for six hours and ends up self-incriminating. But That's if you so hard. But if you deal with him in spurts, I don't think he's weird. I think he's actually probably dope. Maybe so. That's the only way it works. Well, I mean, yeah, it's the only way it works because because yeah. you can't be a con man without charisma. There's no, just no, no and, such and thing. And he's actually he's funny, and he and and I I could one hundred percent see those kids being like, oh yeah, we about that money, we about this, we, you know. First fun fact, I just uh, blew my brains. We'll dive into the actual story, but that blew my brains is IMG making eighty million dollars a year. Oh yeah, the, the, the fuck high, is that high coming school? from? The high it's school? like a high school academy for. I think it's a prep school. Yeah, it's a prep school for people who want to go to uh, D1 programs. Yeah, yeah. Really. I mean, prep school's been a thing forever. Um, pretty got started, I feel like, getting really popular when we were in high school. Mm -hmm. A lot of basketball players that didn't want to do the JUCO route would kind of go there. You had bad grades or bad upbringing, but you're skilled as hell. On the West Coast, you'd go to a JUCO, especially particular ones that they would, like, hide your ass in. I don't know how, but, like, Yuba City used to be one for basketball here. They would just grab these, like, D1 talents out of nowhere – and I'm like, how bad are your grades that you can't go to any D1 because you're a fucking freak athlete? Mm -hmm. But prep school is super normal on the East Coast. But yeah. $80 million a year? Yeah. My, um, my, and then they got bought. Yeah, and then they got bought. Yeah, three bill. Yeah. My, um, my nephews went to a prep school in Virginia. And you know how in California, when you go to a regular California school, you're um, – Probably your high school counselor has already given up on you by the time you get to, get to your senior year. I mean, maybe, but maybe not. You know, uh, they don't really know you in any specific way or whatever. Um, it is not like that. Like they work with you on your college applications. Yeah. They help you keep to the deadlines. They help you by contacting people through their network at the school you want to go to i, I assume most I mean, private high schools out here are like that probably yeah. so mine, mine was pretty good but this i mean their placement rate is so high yeah that the school that they i won't i won't shout it out but yeah. um yeah I, th I think i bet you like the jesuits and the country days the school i went to they're all kind of like that yeah here. yeah yeah like my, my 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 teacher knew exactly what school i could probably get into she talked to my basketball coach knew exactly what school i could probably play at probably not she wasn't her her sons played basketball but it's not like she's a recruiting agent but she mm -hmm. had a, a scope of where i could play a scope of where my gpa and act and shit would get me worked with me pretty good junior college i had uh, even out here was crazy experience like that because the team had a, a like a tutor and they would lock you in. They'd end up, you know, we had mandatory like two hours uh, in the library every day where you had to study and she would walk around and like literally help you with anything you need. Like that was cool. And even preschool, she would sit down with you and they basically scheduled your classes for you because it had to fit around sports. Mm -hmm. So she would dial all that in, which was really nice because I like scheduling for schools because i did it on my own afterwards when i stopped playing it's like such a pain in the ass right like what's full what's waitlisted how yeah. do you no, fit in the hours what your yeah. ge's actually are like at a junior college it's a fucking train wreck yeah so to have that playing basketball that she got me all the courses that i needed and fit them around my basketball schedule and made them like as convenient as she could mm -hmm. i was on campus fucking 12 you know, hours a day anyways yeah, the, yeah the, the classes are all over the place yeah yeah you know? and so you're fucked either way like playing playing any college sport, if your school's legitimate and made you go to class uh, or high school, I guess, because in this case you don't go to class, but in most places you have to go to class. You're yeah. you're on campus twelve hours a day, like you're fucked. Maybe they're all day. Yeah, but the IMG thing blew my brains. But it, also, it makes sense. Like the, eighty like, mil, though. Where the fuck is that coming from? They have one ESPN game. Mm. Like, so if you're taking sponsors, like, what's your justification? You know, like, normally your justification for sponsors is eyes. All right. But you're on ESPN once or twice. But the stadiums are filled up. Yeah, that's true. They had a big the stadium. stadiums are filled up. What do you think those, and what do you think those tickets cost? They're more than norm. 
Yeah, probably 50, 60 bucks. That's a what I was thinking. Because a football game here, you're paying 10, 20 to your boosters club. Yeah. There, you might be paying 50 to 100. So maybe that's it. Yeah, their stadium's probably 10,000 plus. It's not NFL, but it's probably shit ton more than here. For sure. That's crazy, though. I saw that number, and my I was trying to calculate some shit in my brain. I'm like, I just don't get it. I think about, like, dude, like, say that stadium's packed, filled, right? And their stadium's set up like a college stadium, right? Yeah, it's like, guessing, right? Yeah, like, it's like, like a mini. right? it's like a mini version. It's probably like a Sac City stadium. It's situation. probably like a junior college, yeah. You know, like, yeah. Sac City has a great football stadium. Yeah, some of those, or, or like our soccer, uh, pro soccer team, right? It's probably like anywhere from three to 10,000 people Yeah, for prep schools. And you think that they probably bring in, you know, six-figure concessions per game, yeah, potentially. Maybe, you know maybe even I mean? jersey like, sales. Maybe these people are about it. Oh, they're buying all the merch, for yeah, sure. If your, ki- if your kids go there, your relative goes there, like, you're buying all the merch. Yeah. They're selling. They're probably selling millions and millions of dollars of merch alone. Because it is a team of future NFL players. Correct. Like, it is It is the all-star team. It is the Monstars. And then they're getting all the funding from... Uh, yeah, past... You know, parents that and, are trying to get their kids and, in. And past guys that were in the NFL already. Like, what do you think? So, what do you think it would cost? Like, say your kid's like pretty good, yeah, and you want to be on that team, and they know you got money. Like, what are they going to take for a donation to get him on that team, even if he's not starting? Because what the value is of being being attached to that school? I yeah. think are we talking like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Like one. I person think that over? line with at least an IMG in particular. I think that line's actually smaller than you think because they they have to win. Yeah, but like, what about but the Jimmy have, that wants to sit the bench? That's I actually know, pretty good. But still, just like Bama, you know, like I don't think you can pay your way to be on the, some of those teams because they don't need to anymore. They don't, right? Because yeah. the the best kid's going to come. Yep. And, and and maybe they'll make the, even the best kid pay. So I don't I don't disagree that maybe they're paying, but I don't think you can sneak in no more because it's so competitive. It's such a business. I wonder where yeah, that, the education has nothing to do with it. There's no, no there's no. no benefit from being uh, attached to any. No, there's no, no scholarship. It's a prep school. And you hear about that. That's why I wonder if NIL rules started to tap into prep schools because prep schools is like a gray area between college and high school. Like high school, you still can't get a sponsorship because you're not 18. But I wonder if you're 18 in high school and you can. Yeah, I don't know the rules. That detail. like college now, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Pretty much, yeah. Except, except to pay, except to pay you to play. Yeah, but you can pay you for anything else. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the deal we're talking about IMG because it is the the thing that this Roy dude attempted to the model that he attempted to emulate, but he did not have the um, money and he was and he didn't have the time or the talent or the talent or the school. He's not a football coach. He really didn't have anything. He didn't have anything. Which makes yet. him so genius. Yeah, he's that's a, what makes it so impressive. He's a con artist. He yeah. he he created yeah. um one program that got just crapped on and he out of the the not even, you know, burned up ashes of that program started Bishop Sycamore. Yeah. Uh Academy <sighs> of Christ or someone what was the first name? Something of I don't know. Academy uh I, uh, yeah, I see. Was it I see something? Yeah. No, it was uh, there was an O A- in it too. Uh, uh, yeah, I thought it was Academy of AOC. Uh, AOC. To, yeah. Uh, Academy of Christ. Academy of. I don't know. It was so supposedly this guy started to fill you guys in because I'd never heard the story, which kind of blew my mind. That I'd never heard the story because I guess it was on ESPN and shit, but I, I don't have ESPN. So this guy starts a. Christians of Faith Academy. Christians of Faith. COF. So he, this guy was working um, in football here and there. He had a stint uh, being an intern in the NFL, et cetera, et cetera. But he ends up basically doing some type of job for a church. Yeah. He was a, he was a Christian man, works for a church. Then the church. We, Chris, there's air quotes around Christian here. Well, yeah, I mean, he's Christian, whether he follows the rules. Uh that's that's the world we're in. He so he uh, gets approached. It sounds like from the school first to so start in a type of academy, a real school from the church, and uh, to lead maybe the sports and the school and the football team because he had some football past. Um, from there, who knows who you're going to believe? Th- that I think is probably some type of fact, right? The school maybe brought it up in conversation, but it could have just been a brought up in conversation mm-hmm. rather than like, "Hey, we're doing this." And this guy, what he heard is or heard is, we are doing this. And from then on, just sprints and basically makes his own football prep team, switching names, living in hotels, stealing food, <laughs> stealing kids. making the kids steal food. Yeah, you are like inadvertently. Because I don't think he made them. I just think he didn't feed them, and then they 
had to eat. <laughs> Yeah, I think he did tell them to steal. Oh, I don't maybe. know if he made them, but I, 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 my impression was that he did tell them to. Oh, my impression from that was just that he wouldn't feed them for days, and they had to do something. Yeah, we're stuck somewhere. So IMG Academy, that that is what he was trying to base this on, uh, is a prep boarding school in uh, Bradenton, Florida. It started off as a tennis academy in 1978, yeah. and then they added golf. Why is it always tennis? Uh, one of the famous ones is AIS in Australia. That's where like all the pro athletes from the NBA and stuff, like Patty Mills, my buddy Clint, uh, a bunch of people went there. But I think it started as tennis mm. in Australia, and it's similar. Except in Australia, I think the rules are a little looser, so it's literally called like Australia Institute of Sport. Mm. Uh, and so at least they like don't lie about it. Like I think you go to class, you know, but you basically go to a boarding school in high school, and you're there to play basketball. It, it seems like more people who play tennis have money not all yeah, of maybe them that's why it starts but, but i think but the other, the other it's like thing, golf the same thing correct because it costs so much to travel and do tournaments it's yeah. like you can't do it if you're not rich right the other thing that blows my mind too and it's just like kind of a side concept is america when you ask them culturally what's most important many will say sports are important and some have like some legitimate f- foundational reasons, right? Like teamwork, communication, physical activity, all that, which I think is important. But they also just know that it's so embedded in our culture to be athletic and to be the best. Yet, we're the only country that tries to hide it under the umbrella of education, mm-hmm. where every other country, they just separate them and are more upfront about it. Mm. Like Europe, it's super normal to go professional athlete and to skip high school when you're 13, if you're really good at basketball or football, yeah, you think, so Messi, football. You think Messi was going to class? Yeah, he no, he literally signed his first pro contract to like Barcelona when he's 15, yeah. and they just play in the, the juniors. Mm-hmm. Um, basketball players alike, like uh, basketball players, all the time go professional there. At, at Luca, I think, played his first professional game in Europe when he was like 16. Like, he, there's no way he's going to school anymore. At least they're upfront about it and don't have to lie. We're here for whatever like fake optic moral obligation that education comes first here we lie about it mm-hmm. yeah like why well because you just said the optics of it yeah but like why when we, when we, we already like have said like we don't really care if do we care if tom brady has a ged or a high school degree no <sighs> yeah. no no we don't we we should care about the people who are on the fringes who if they don't have the education and they're not going to make it in pro sports sure <clears throat> that's, I mean, that's some of the focus. But some but, of it's like clear. But at the same time, we don't, um, we don't really promote vocational schools either because they're not academic. Um, I just think that we have such a focus as a society on academics. Right. That's my point. Yeah. But like, why? I don't know why. Because it's not working. But I think we do. Yeah. No, it's not working. No. I mean, because like, if it worked, if we prove that we're like <clears throat> have the most educated and most of these educated work into productive jobs and get good careers and live a good life, all right, then we have the map. But like, the map's not clear. No. How many people have degrees and are broke as shit? Uh, so then, like, well, yeah, why fake it if we know? Even in the NBA, you can't do it anymore. Like, you can't go high school to the, to the pros like Kobe and Kevin Garnett and them. And like, yeah, there are the sad stories that mm-hmm. pop up but th- there's also like you just know sometimes too like this kid's this kid's only goal or like only chance to make it make it mm-hmm. is to be a pro athlete so why are we going to make him like force him to your cal- calculus and kill himself in school when that's not what he's made for that's a fair point you know like if we give him the tools he could be successful over here mm-hmm. and and i agree with the same thing with vocational i think vocational is great like all right this kid cannot sit down and do math yeah. Let's teach this fucking kid how to cook because he likes to cook. Like, why are we forcing this? Well, it's like college, right? Like, in, like over in, like, let's say, like overseas, right? Or, or in Europe and, and all that. It's like, there is no, like, general education in no, college. No, it's called high school. It's like, literally, like, you go to college to do, do your trade or your job. It's basically just trade school. Yeah. Because that's what all college really kind of is, is trade school for maybe, like, a desk job yeah, or whatever. Yeah, like, stupid. The GE shit's, like, a fucking waste of time. It's all about money, though. Well, it should be high school. Getting you there for more... More years to get more tuition to get more money. That's all yeah. it's about. They don't really give a shit about you doing algebra again. They just know that they're going to get paid for it. If our high school is good enough, you should have all the GE you ever need. Correct. And then you should go and learn something that produces money for a company or yourself. <laughs> now, half the reason why I even dropped out of college was because I went to college and then I started doing high school again. I'm right. like, well, this is not. Well, I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go back to work. I think the problem is not really college. The problem is high school. Yeah, probably. We. we 
probably should be making the last two years of high school essentially junior college. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. So you, when you graduate from high school, if you've if if you're on an academic track when you graduate from high school, you have a high school diploma and you have an associate's degree, and then you can spend two more years, or you know whatever your your choice is, getting a bachelor's yeah. degree in college, and you don't have to repeat a bunch of bullshit. That yeah. really all it does is is make education more expensive. Mm-hmm. Well, and to talk about like the, <clears throat> how you said the the counselors, like that should be their real job is to find out what you're good at and what you enjoy in high school to place you in a position to be successful. What's next? Yeah, and but they're right, need to not be- to say like, hey, you can't get into Stanford. You're an idiot. It's right. like, oh, oh, we saw that you are really good at c- cooking. There's this chef school that's taking applicants right now, and you'd probably do great there because they place a lot of people in real restaurants. Yeah, like that should be your job is like to actually consult them on how to get somewhere. I think maybe part of the problem with that model is that it is hard for for teenagers, even kind of late teenagers, to uh, come up with realistic goals and feel like they know where they want to go but that can all be fixed if we're, if we're revamping the program then you have exposure to more jobs right you have exposure right. to more activities you have exposure to like like even here we have um, a kid from my hogwarts school coming in and they have something called uh, exploration week i don't know what they call it anymore but it's basically a week where you go do a job and so the kid's going to come in here and work for us for a week he's a senior in high school gets him an idea of what running a gym actually is because everyone thinks you're going to be doing curls all day Sorry, buddy, you're going to be cleaning toilets with sea bass all day. I guess <laughs> that's what running a gym is. Yeah. You know, and so, like, you get an actual, and I, and I even did that. I, I did a, 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 followed a lawyer around, um, a great lawyer, really cool guy. He was ex alum, and he took me to, like, crime scenes. He took me into court. He took Jeez. me, yeah, it was sick. He drove me, <laughs> he drew me down to the hood. He said, Yeah, man, we had a gang fight here, and this is, this is a case I handled that was a shoot off. And he's, like, showing me around. People were looking at us like crazy. I'm like, but He's like, But I have to come here. And I was like, Shit. You know, yeah. but like I got a real taste of what he does. Mm. Yeah, mm. not what you probably thought it was originally. Right. Yeah. So this school basically just um, had no schooling at all. Yeah, there was there was no academic program. There was no facility. There was no attempt. There was yeah, no attempt. There was no. They were supposed to be feeding these these folks, and they were doing it so intermittently because there was no money. He is smart though, right? So this cat would <laughs> call the grocery store. Order twenty rotisserie chickens at noon. Twenty five, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and not not uh, not pick them up. Right, and then come back eight hours later when he knew they were on discount and grab them for a buck. Genius. I never really. even knew they discounted them like. that. I didn't even know you could order them like that. I just thought what was there was there. Yeah, well, and that's only good like one. That's only works one time though, right? Or one. Well, store. you just go to no, you just store. hop in yeah. stores, man. Yeah, you just hop in Costco. How many times do you think he actually did that though? I don't know. I don't know either. It's a good story whether or not it's... I believe it. It's wholly true. I bet you it's pretty true, and then he found like... Repeatably true. Yeah, he found like other holes and things like that. I just don't... I'm still... like Honestly, like I feel like I I was very confused for how he got away with all this shit. And how he continues to get away with it. And how he's like still thinks he's going to keep going. That part's actually insane. Well, he's literally insane. No, he is. But I'm telling you... He's a sociopath. I've met people, and I'll I'll mention it all fair, because one that I know is like this, you guys aren't thinking, but I've met people like this that are literally, it, it, they, they just take the scammiest way, even though the scammiest way is harder than doing things legitimately. Harder and less sustainable. Well, it, yeah. And less chance of success, yeah. less chance of anything. Like people, I know people that will take the scammy way because they think they're getting one up and they think it's easier because they think it's easy, but it's actually fucking harder. They gotta keep up with all that, all that shit. They say, uh, "What's the quote? Like, uh, if, if you always tell the truth, you never have to remember." Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> it. That's the, that's the thing. I just don't. So basically, what he did, what he did, wasn't illegal. Which is yeah, apparently not. Which yeah. is crazy. Like, but there, there, there probably is loopholes in the legality that they didn't touch on. Like, taking kids out of school is illegal. But they didn't have a school to go to. They did have their public school. Yeah. But no, they were out of So, school. like, making some, some, some for sure were 25, but <laughs> but taking a, a underage person out of school is illegal. They didn't even talk about that being legal or not. What they talked about is making a fake school is not illegal, which he did. Yeah. Okay. But then all the other things are illegal, right? Like, the and he did get charged for the hotel fines mm. and all his, all his money laundering type mm-hmm. shit. That's obviously illegal. 
But what the OHSA couldn't get him for wasn't illegal. But but taking a 17-year-old out of school and promising them they're going to school is illegal. Yeah, he made it seem like he tried to save himself. He's like, he tried to explain himself like, these kids had nowhere to go. I gave them a place to go. What's wrong with me? Right. And, but it's and, like, well, you fucking lied to them. Lied to their parents. Lied to their parents. Yeah. You had no money. You had no skill or knowledge of the sport of, of football. Obviously, it's hindsight, but to see some of the kids' interviews was really sad because it felt so authentic. Like, oh, that was fucking sad. The the and they're grown ass men too, you know. And they're like, this one kid said, "Like, I've never cried before," and he's fucking. He's, yeah, I felt so bad for yeah, him. Yeah, that sucks. But the the scene where where this Roy guy and the uh, other coach are watching the video of this guy just breaking down. It's like basically you destroyed my life. Well, number one, number one, you can revive your life. It's just not going to be what you think it was going to be. You're not going to. You're not going to play in the NFL or D one. Already or wasn't going. To. It already wasn't going to. But correct. But he was given false hope. Correct. He was given a lot of false hope, and and they are unfazed. Particularly that Roy guy is fucking almost laughing. No, he's like mad at it, and then mad, and then yeah, it's like oh, we did so much for him. It's like apparently you didn't. Like, I mean, there's. If if that's the case, if you did that much for him, then there's a whole bunch of the story that we're not being told or that you didn't tell. I think the problem with you know uh, sociopaths, narcissists like like this guy is that they Roy, exist. <laughs> is that is that he's convinced himself though that he was helping them? No. Yeah. When in reality, we all know like he's this was all a ploy for him to become famous and to be in the spotlight yeah, like yeah. he's always wanted. But he's convinced himself that he was helping these people by lying to them and giving them a fucking shitty hotel room to stay in that he wasn't paying for. It's yeah. like, no, you weren't helping anybody. You were just inconveniencing these people. Yeah. You weren't helping anyone. You were you were kind of given this like job of keeping them somewhat alive at the most minimal level and like yeah. giving them this like dream that's not real. Like that's not helping anyone. You're actually like not helping anything. And the eviction uh, notices and eviction filings being actually on the na- kids' names. Yeah, he was using their names. Yeah. And then the whole fucking PPP loan shit. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, that part. So the beginning of this did seem like a Disneyland scam, like very like minimal. All right, I'm going to take him out of school. I'm going to lie. We're going to go win some football games. Mm-hmm. And then you start to dive in and that he's getting paid and that he's making these kids pay him, although he's saving their life from the hood. And, and he's making their parents take out loans. Oh, you can't pay for their schooling? Don't worry about it. There's these things, PPP loans, and you can pay me with that. How much money did this motherfucker make from this? He's That's saying that he question. made none. He's he had to, right? Like, if he made every kid pay 12K from loans into his pocket, yeah. and then he's not paying the hotels, he's not paying the food... Like, he had to make money somewhere. Well, I think th- that's where I was confused. Like, they kind of talked about these things and never, like, proved or disproved, like, if those those PP loans went through or yeah, if they true. even got them. Like, they just never, like, true. followed up but, on that. But he And the kids have to share helmets, but he's got a brand new Nike dry fit with his logo on it. Where was he? Like, so what was that? <laughs> okay, I kind of got confused. Like, it was, like, I was, like, kind of with the kids and, like, it was on. What was the um, part with the life insurance policies? At the very beginning, uh, I the think hundred thousand dollar life insurance policy yeah, that the yeah. church was doing, or something that they were getting a ton of money from at the very beginning. So the church ran a scam. It sounded like that you would take out a life insurance policy, and part of the payment that would normally go to your spouse or kids when you died, they would have you. Which actually isn't that scammy. Like if you really believe in your church and community, mm-hmm. that you would take a percentage of that and put it in your trust that it would go to the church. Correct. So basically, and that's I think that's kind of normal. Maybe that's not, normal for church stuff. For or sure. or like even rich people, right? Like if they're like uh, if they're really about uh, drunk driving. So I would make my life insurance go you know sixty percent to my kids and forty percent to the research of cancer or something like. I mm-hmm. think that's kind of normal. Yep. It's just that it was being run by scam artists that make it felt really bad so then okay so <laughs> right and then yeah, i he think was that's getting, what they did and then he was getting some of that money for this team i think th- but then, then that ran out really quick because that, that that only last that relationship lasted like what six months yeah because yeah. the church cut him off quickly because <laughs> they realized they were dealing yeah. with the con artists yeah 
I don't know, man. He's then he hit the end of the interview, and obviously it's edited, so who knows if it was actually the end of the interview or they just put it in the movie. He goes on like a Joker thing. He's like laughing with his eyes all open. Oh, and his his big smile. Yeah, he's like, oh, but you're talking about me. More TVs on the way. More kids are gonna be helped. And I'm like, bro, you're fucking. Do you think anybody's gonna go to your school? He's after somewhere. This? He's somewhere between. Uh, this isn't as racially as it may sound, but he's somewhere between Get Out and fucking Joker. Yeah, oh, like yeah. he's fucking. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, "Oh, Michael Strahan called me, and here yeah. I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. my he, big plan. You You're thought like, I lost, but I'm friends with Michael Strahan. He 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 he. So, yeah, Michael Strahan's production company was involved in this. Yeah, along with um, uh, obviously the the directors Trayvon Free and um, Martin Desmond Rowe, Adam McKay's hyper. Object Industries, Spencer Pangers, Mortgage or More More Street Productions, Boat Rocker Media, and The Athletic produced this documentary for HBO Sports. So he he was he's so delusional that he thinks that like straight the straight hand relationship is gonna like project yeah. him. He's gonna end up on ESPN Sports Center with it's him like, announcing. Dude, you never even you were using kids were making up plays from madden on the field <laughs> that is so insane which is like probably not that crazy because madden probably uses real plays they do but the point is like you're not a coach yeah they never i wish they would have touched more on the fact that he had zero experience coaching yeah, yeah. like they kind of did but it's like how they even run a single play he's did he have other guys on the team that maybe knew how to coach like or, a, or like his assistant coach seemed like he was an offensive coordinator or something right <laughs> remember yeah. when the kids were getting fucked this isn't funny but like <laughs> but it is the, the not the kids getting hurt is, isn't what's funny but like the fact that like the kids got hurt on that game like against these grown men yeah and then they had no medical staff. It's his wife. So or the whatever. mom was out there. Like That's the ESPN game. Yeah, and even the announcers were starting to say like, "This is not looking good or safe anymore." You're like, and they they touch on that as the documentary. Like when the announcers can't fake it anymore. Yeah. That these kids are. I mean, they're they're actually grown men getting beat up by boys, which makes it all even funnier and worse. Yeah. Sad, but funnier and worse. Like they're getting beat up by sixteen-year-olds. If you were really trying to do this in a legitimate way, uh, you would have to have like starting any business. You need a minimum viable product. Yeah, he did not have a minimum viable product. Well, because he didn't, he didn't even have, a, have any money. Yeah. Well, he didn't have like a skill. Like the first thing I'm doing when I'm trying to start this is I'm either going to become the best football coach I can as myself, mm-hmm. or I'm going to hire the best football coach I know. Right. That's step one. Because then we have something to recruit with, and we have a product. Because I have trust that this coach can whip some players into shape, and we can get somewhere. Right. So like, his step one was like, get a get an architect to make a one billion dollar rendering of a stu- of a of a campus. Yeah, that was his step one. Yeah. Like, Mo- how do we look cool? Money that was never gonna happen. Yeah. How do we but look cool? The- I don't know if you have IMG money. Well, the thing is that IMG didn't start with football. No, for sure. But even it, still, like it, they, it took it was into the two thousands, I think, or or the nineties at least before they started doing football at all. Yeah, but they probably had big money backers. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. sure that they well, did. Didn't they? Yeah, exactly. They had investors. But, like the business on. models, like been proven. Like there is, there is like. But they probably here. bought or hired a real coach, real yeah. office, right. they had real facility. They had yeah. years to build up how the program was going to yeah, work for sure. and start start early recruiting. Before they ever played their first game, this yeah. guy was Whereas, driving around neighborhoods yeah. picking up kids off the street. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Which, like, he like, said he did that. Like, yeah. even in that, like, isn't the worst part either, right? Because, like, there is potential kids out there that, like, can't stay in school but are talented athletes. You know, like, th- th- there's ways to recruit like that. And you've heard, like, dream stories, even, like, the blind side, right? Like, I know that just took a turn. <laughs> but <laughs> it t- took a dark turn. Yeah. yeah. But, but it's also, like, a non surprising turn. But, no, yeah. for sure. Because the, even the movie alludes to it. Yeah, it was kind of like the a, story but, in the movie alludes to it, and then in the movie he lies about it and covers them up. But obviously, there's some truth there. But the point is that it's just a big old kid, really athletic, not great at academy uh, academics, mm-hmm. and he finds a place in football. You know, so like there, there there are stories and truths to that. And I've known guys growing up that just literally would skip school all day. Or, you know, like the typical story, they just skip school all day, but they're crazy athletes. So like recruiting all that like is like some of the smart stuff he did. You know what I mean? Because the other uh, kids that are in the system are already they're the Tim Tebow's they're they're already going to IMG they're already getting recruited by USC. If but you're how, yeah, if you're looking for underdog talent, maybe he's on something or just misplaced. Yeah, just yeah. misplaced talent. Okay, but how hard is it to recruit 
degenerate kids like and promising them this fucking dream that doesn't exist i think easy when you tell them uh when you're talking to a 16 year old and you say you ain't got to go to class yeah and that's what i'm saying and, yeah. D- so what and he did- D- you can go to a d1 yeah. school yeah so, i think that part's easy it's sad very uh, uh uh so he didn't really have any skills he was just a liar yeah he was a salesman yeah, just yeah. but at least like some salesmen are actually selling real products and have like real like you don't it's just because your salesman doesn't mean you're a con artist, no, right? When, like, if he if he had uh, a moral compass and wasn't he probably has true narcissistic uh, personality disorder. If he doesn't have that, he's probably a really good salesman. Because all, all the only thing that makes a good salesman a bad salesman is is like your skill of talking to people. He, right? he would it, thrive in like in a legit scenario. Probably, that's what I mean. If yeah. he was like a if good he was person. selling cars and, yeah. he, and he had a moral compass, yeah, he'd probably be the best car salesman on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Here's I didn't see this in the in the in the show and I just read it now and it's so ironic. The only class that they took that they offered that the kids had to take only class was a religious class taught by him. Nice. Oh my god. Nice. <laughs> Fucking up their moral compass too. Yeah. Uh, who knows what he told them? But you know, it. Oh, we didn't even the, the fact that he ran over those uh those birds birds in the street. As like a lesson, and he, them? yeah, he says like, oh yeah, well I hit a bird and turn it to a lesson. Meanwhile, the kids like, no, he was going in reverse, like he was running it over multiple times. And he said a bird, and the kids like, no, it was a flock of birds. Yeah, hit the, the street, accelerator, ran yeah. them over, and then backed back into them. Yeah, crazy people shit. That's Joker shit. Yeah, he's a psycho. Yeah, it's Joker shit. He's weird, bro. I don't know how this story, and maybe it was big news, and I was just living under a rock here at the gym but i feel like it didn't make that big a national news because it really was it was excuse me um 2021 yeah that is espn game yeah and obviously yeah he started in like 2019 this feels like a barbara walters sit down with a psycho interview that's what it should be yeah like i want barbara walters to fucking grill this guy i'm shocked that we weren't seeing like the whites of his eyes above the iris you know that yeah he's fucked that crazy Dude, yeah. Well, the poor guy with him too. Like, like, is he fucked up or is he just like bought in? I mean, because you can't really blame the kids either or, or the videographer, but you kind of can. The videographers should have figured it out. The only reason that the the videographers did not do more, I think, is because videographers in that circumstance never expect to make any money it's like you're trying to make a project that will get you money in the future but they, they said it was the biggest ex- contract ever yeah and they don't expect to get um they don't ex- expect to get actual like acclaim or anything i think i think if you don't have that contract you do yeah but they said they had a contract with them for the biggest pay they, day they've ever had yeah but they never got it sent. but they never got it they got no i know i know but three thousand dollars of the whole thing or something like that no, no they less they 60 split, bucks they said they split 60 <laughs> but, but how you're talking is like is what they expect going in like as volunteer work but they went in being pitched a contract yeah that's a much different mentality well, oh, I'm yeah, not. Even, yeah, that's why him. I'm saying, like, I I do blame them in some sense. Uh, my my point is though, when you promise something, trust me, I have experience on this. When you promise something and then it doesn't come through, you think, well, maybe I sh- maybe it's me. Maybe I should never have believed it. Maybe it's me. I didn't didn't um, bring enough to the table, or maybe this is just how it is when you're when you do this kind of job. Sometimes you just get screwed. You know, I don't know. Be- I just don't. Th- I from experience like videographers don't necessarily have the greatest self-esteem to pull themselves out of shitty situations it's definitely a common thing i've seen like personally through like just being in any industry of fitness you see a lot of people trying to make uh content from that right and you see a lot of people working hard to like work am i working my way up is this like something that's going to pay off like down the road is that what you're kind of saying yeah that's what i'm saying yeah, I get it, what is, you mean. it is funny that uh in 2020 the second piece to building a legendary football team is a content team yeah right it's not a personal trainer right it's not a fucking quarterback coach it's not a fucking running back coach it's not anything to do with a product again it's mm-hmm. like how do we just v- film bad football sell yeah sell yeah we perception. have bad football but how do we film it yeah. how do we make a dope instagram clip yeah their little hype videos were pretty good they, they weren't bad and that's just like such like the capsule of where we're at in the world right now yeah and i hate it Right, like, well, well, we're not good at anything. We're not going anywhere. We have no product to sell, give, or show off. But let's film whatever bullshit we do have and get some likes. How mm-hmm. do we get likes from the bullshit we have? Rather than like, how do we build a really fucking sick football team, and then our highlights will come? Like that's that's literally 
our culture. He went to the literally the he went to the most extreme angle on everything possible. Yeah, like as like as far as like lying and perce- and perception, right? The whole like the school not being real. Right. The the videos of the worst football ever played filmed to look good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he just went to like the the fakest level possible on everything to where all together, if you looked at it, you're like, there's no way this could be fake because they, how could someone fake all of this? But he somehow figured out how to fake everything. I do wonder what that's insane. What the actual talent of the kids were. Because like even in the you know, the end of the Doc and the end of the movie, they always say where the kids are at now, and some are still like chasing their football dream. Mm-hmm. If like maybe they were like decent, and some just, of them got some college. Yeah, one one's playing in Louisville. Louisville's not a joke. Uh, if you walk on to Louisville, two of them might yeah, be. I mean that's legitimate. And, and even the other kids are like, oh, they're still like chasing their football dream. So they they can't be bad. Yeah, what does that mean though? Like the kid was working at like a, at a at a meat meat uh, butcher shop, and he's like chasing his football yeah. dream. Like, well, what is he doing? Is he playing? Yeah, is working he, out. But either way, is he making meat footballs? Yeah, is he making meat footballs? Is he gonna become like some kind of like meat cake uh, company? You know, yeah. out of football. He just wanted the vocational school, or maybe he's tapping in. Yeah. But but like they they're probably good. That's my point. Is that like maybe this plan is only missing a couple puzzle pieces? Obviously, a psycho leader is not one we need. But if no. you have like a real football coach, maybe this team can play. You don't have two kids go to Louisville. We we don't have we we have very few schools here in in Sac that have that. No, and yeah. we have good football here. Yeah, like two kids going to a big D one school is big. And it also was pulling from a big talented area, right? That yeah. Ohio football is like a real like like high school Ohio oh, football is is those kids have been playing for a long time, bro. So I they're all to, probably pretty good. I went to one of my dad's friend's kids. I know that was a stretch. Dad's really good friend's kids game mm-hmm. ten years ago or fifteen years ago. I don't even know. And it felt like remember the fucking Titans, bro. The mm-hmm. whole city's out there. We're yeah. out in like some suburb, a little bit deep from Cleveland, but it's fucking shut down. It's about the size of of. Uh, one of our junior college fields. There's mm-hmm. probably, yeah, a thousand people there, and it's fucking fire, man. Like people wearing jerseys and shit, and paint, face paint. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. It's it's a real deal out there. There's talent everywhere for sure. Yeah, there's talent everywhere. Well, then that the, kind of that fucked up story with the the quarterback kid got suicidal. Yeah, and then and then he got a got, got a a. Uh, a scholarship and they got taken away because of this motherfucker. Yeah, dude, that, that was, was the, that was really sad. That so, was, like, did that mean that like he was ineligible because he didn't because <clears throat> of that because of that? I don't understand that. That doesn't yeah. make, that didn't make sense to me. Probably just NC two A rules and shit. But it's like okay, but, but look, look, dude, this guy was a scam artist. He right. fucked up. Like, there's no way they could like just look past that. I know it sucks. It's so, up to the school, right? Or yeah. is it NC? Uh, it might be NC two A. It might be NC two A. So he never got to play? Yeah, maybe not. Or he has to wait an extra year. I don't know. Maybe both. Oh, man. I know. It does suck. I didn't understand that, that what the outcome was there. I think, I think the last screens show what they are what they were doing, but yeah, I don't remember what his deal was. I don't think they went back to him. No, they didn't. I think I was kind of looking for it, and I don't think they mentioned No, I don't think they mentioned him at the very, very end. It sounded like uh, he just lost his college career. We didn't get to see any one of these kids play well ever. Yeah, and the whole thing that might have been like on purpose, right? That's that's I guess one was my point of like some of these kids were good. Part of the editorial, part of the edit, the story is yeah. that how bad they <clears> were, <throat> but they they probably weren't that bad. Well, they showed they, they get a first down on that first play against the right. IMG or whatever, and they, yeah. and they lost a hundred to zero on the best team in the world. Yeah, like I, I've lost by forty points in high school to like the best team in California. Like you know, you get shit on. Yeah, and I was good. I, I'm not in the NBA. Yeah, there's levels to this shit. <laughs> You oh, get, shit. I mean, the Cowboys won by like almost what 40, 50 yeah, points. Yeah, if you've never got night. shit on, you've just never played freaks. Yeah. Yeah. That's anyone listening. That's anyone fucking listening. You've yep. just, and then people said, like, damn, you lost by 40. Like, yeah, the entire roster, starting five, had D1 offers. <laughs> yes, I got shit on. <laughs> <laughs> the point guard We're started to have one. He started at University of Kentucky. Like, yeah, I got fucking manhandled. <laughs> Can we talk for a second about the fact that, that the, the guy who scheduled their games felt like he was still bought in in some so bizarre ass way. That's kind of what I was bringing up when I brought up the assistant coach and the filmographers and that guy. Like you, you have to hold some responsibility for being duped. That yeah. guy, yeah. What? What? Why would you just pitch these games to a school that's been around a year? Yeah, and has no track record. Like why? Why are you the matchmaker for a team? They should have to have some kind of proof of concept. I, and I, th- I guess I don't know. I think I read this, but maybe it was in the doc that 
a, a lot of them have trouble finding teams to play because they're too good and nobody wants to just like get their yeah, ass handed that, to them. That could that could be it. They want to save face, save the protect the record. So all that protect- is important. Uh, you know, only going based on my experience as a coach and as a player because we were at a, a very small school where I was at, but we were pretty good. So we could show up to a D2, D3 school, and we played them in summer league and a couple in season, and we'd win. You, as the big school, never – you choosing your who your opponent is is very important because you don't want to lose to some little bum fuck because yeah. your record's shot. And obviously IMG's like top, top dog, but like there's a lot of schools in SAC that wouldn't play us in the regular season because even if we, if we pull an upset, your season's gone. Yeah, you know, so like having a at that level, having a, a, a matchmaker or whatever that guy's official yeah, title was, dude, makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense um, because we don't have that here. Here, it's your head coach calling a head coach and trying to convince him. Hey, man, yeah. you want to schedule a game for December? Yeah, my team's pretty decent this year, but we're not great. So, so let me ask you this question because I don't know the answer to it, and things may not even be the same now. But in high school basketball, mm-hmm. are are, are in conference and out of conference games? Um, counted differently. I think so. I, no, I think they're. It's kind of like a BCS ranking, because then at the end of the season, um, at least historically, I haven't coached in eight years, ten years, but historically, the head coaches would have a meeting at the end of the season, um, of the section and the people that are going to the section mm-hmm. and kind of give a power ranking discussion. Mm-hmm. You, you'd, you'd basically lay on the ground. Hey, you know, if I'm the coach of my school, Hogwarts, say, hey, we beat this amount of teams. These teams had these records. This is why I think I should be ranked in the top five. Mm-hmm. And you'd come in, hey, I, well, we beat these teams preseason and regular season. This team's, you know, D one playoffs, and we won. And, and you make like a, a like a kind of a judicial argument of where you should be ranked. And then uh-huh. I, I think it's a voting system. Maybe um, there might be a BCS. Maybe that's even just for conference. And then um, here, the CIF, the California whatever, in the Sac Joaquin section, those mm-hmm. people would have a board that would take your conference and then their conference and they build like a whole bcs power ranking okay yeah so they do they do they do both matter just as much here okay yeah i feel like in football at least when i was you know a long time ago some games didn't matter at all and some games absolutely matter so you could call them a scrimmage if you call it a scrimmage now it's not on record so that would happen too and same with summer league like monterey trail is a huge school here they wouldn't play us in season we put it on them in a summer league you know like well why are they going to go play hogwarts <clears> in season and make like off season who gives a shit it's just a workout but in season that now our record's shot it's kind of weird too though because you th- you think about it in terms of games but it's really more gamesmanship it's like which games are you willing to play kind of especially at this high img level that's why without this matchmaker they never take this game right this matchmaker must have had a really good he got BS'd real hard. He got BS'd really hard, but he must have a really good um, history of, of trust. That it didn't wipe him out in the process. That too, but why, why would IMG even listen to him in the first place? That's is my point. Like yeah. he, must have a, he must have like a long track record of trust. Yeah. It's just crazy that they picked that game and that team, like the, that, 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 that Hall of Fame game. Like of all the teams that, that have wanted to play that team, yeah, they fucking picked this Bishop Sycamore. That's what I'm saying. It had to that be this matchmaker. Under, that's just crazy. It had to be this matchmaker who got duped really hard. Yeah, who, who must have had the best track record and reputation of 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 trust. Like every coach in major prep school and high school must trust this matchmaker guy because no one's doing that. Because then ESPN trusted them, right? Like everyone trusted IMG in this matchmaker, right? They, it, nobody trusting a brand new school. This game was early in the season. They had only played one game. But it, it was their second season? Three days before. But no, well, there was one before that. But the matchmaker guy didn't know anything about... Mm. Uh, BS. That, yeah, that the, 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 they were going to play a game a day, like not two days before. But two it wasn't BS's first season. It was their second season, yeah. but they only played three games in their first season. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It was literally just a matchmaker. They never won a game. They never won a game. <laughs> yeah, it was just a matchmaker. I mean, they're like in wrestling, they're kind of a jobber, right? Yeah, but I mean, what must have happened is you, you whip out a one a one sheet fucking marketing thing, 
BS, brand new up and coming school, uh, likeliness to IMG, likeliness to all these schools, yeah. and you have a picture rendering of your stadium, and you send that to the matchmaker, and the matchmaker believes you, and then the matchmaker sends that to ESPN, and ESPN just reads your resume like, oh, brand new school, similar to IM- IMG. Oh, all right. Well, like the one guy said, the the rules are not more specific because you don't think that someone's gonna right just like you know do an end run on them. Yeah, who's gonna make a fake school? Yeah, there exactly. There wasn't rules but, against this, but. It, if you hear IMG makes eighty million, it's yeah. very likely to make a fake school. Well, I think like also like when the guy was also so confused about and why there's not rules against because it's like no one benefits from that. No, well, just him. Like just, uh, yeah. uh, you know, that like, IMG money, but but like no, but no one's gonna pay to go there if they watch you just get obliterated. Uh, Long term like, for and sure. Get hurt. Long term for sure. But uh, if those PPP loans went through, what? There's fifty kids on a high school football team, and they're each paying twelve k, mm-hmm. and you're not paying anything. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of that's a lot of income. All those he had all those kids he has all those kids social security numbers. Yeah, yeah. creepy. And uh, yeah, home addresses and all of that. Yeah, all that. That's stuff. where it got all dark. In the beginning, it was like, all right, this guy's an idiot, and he wants to put together a Mighty Ducks style fucking <laughs> Disney football team. Ducks. You know what I mean? That's what it felt like. I was like, oh, okay, this could be cool. This mm-hmm. guy means well. And then you go to social security. Then you go, to, you know, and then mm-hmm. he gets real fucking. And he starts beating up his girlfriend. Yeah, in front of them. Yeah, killing geese for no reason with a bus. Now yeah. you're like, all right, this guy's actually just the Joker. Yeah, I thought it was Mighty Ducks, dude. <laughs> you thought it was Mighty. You thought he had the Bash Bros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He recruited off the street. Yeah, <laughs> he recruited the fucking knuckle puck kid off the street too. <laughs> Goldberg. <laughs> that was a great movie. So the the thing that gets me is that like, uh. Kind of in society, the people most likely to fall for a scam are people kind of at the in in the struggle zone. Sure, you know who are, are just desperate to yeah. to make something happen to change their circumstance, whatever, and they want to like take care of their family. They yeah. want to, you know, they they want to ease off the money pressure and in the hopes that all of the other pressures would subside. Yeah. You know, like the family stress and whatever. Or people who have a shit ton of money, and they're just looking for, um, you know, some kind of multiplier that feels good. Yeah, yeah. People on both ends that yeah have less shits to give. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like what? Yeah, one because they just have less less shit. Period, and others because they're so secure. Yeah. That I mean, they might lose some face, but but people at the same time, people are like, oh yeah, that was a that was a gutsy gamble, man. You know, I haven't watched it yet, but what's the? Uh, it's older now, but there's a concert series that fell through like this. It's supposed the to be like Fry Festival, Fire, yeah. Fire, Fire Festival, Fire yeah. Festival. Is that similar yeah. to this? I never watched that, but Dude, it sounds a, like it is. The I would watch the Hulu one is way better than the Netflix one or whatever. Who was. was leading that? Not Jaw Rule, Soja Boy. Jaw Rule was attached to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch the one on Hulu because that, that is that kind of in this ballpark. It's similar. Is he kind of like yeah. Roy? Yeah. It was very similar. Yeah, that's it, what it felt like. And there's another one coming. Yeah. Not Apparently, documentary, supposedly but a festival. L- yeah, yeah, legit one. Apparently he's supposed to do it. Yeah. But well, yeah, his whole scam, like on a quick thing, is he just got, he just like sold the fake package, the the pamphlet yep. to celebrities and had, and then basically like was going to hire or pay them to then post. He paid them to post like the, on their Instagrams, yep. use social media to push this thing. To get people to sign up for something that he had no idea how to actually set up that wasn't actually moving yeah and uh he tried to do it and people started coming because it was like he had like three months to do it yeah and it takes like a year a to year set up plus, for a festival yeah. he tried to do it in three months on an island that was like uninhibitable <laughs> like literally like it was like just impossible to work he there's had no uh, clue. it's it's amazing documentary the hulu one hulu one's really good because they interview I think he's in it in the in the Hulu. The one. guy running it. Yeah, and like you get to see his, you get to see his Roy, his Royness. Or what's the other one we did? We work. We work. That guy had some Roy in him. Remember the Roy part? Where remember when Roy said, on camera, he was like, "I don't know if you like really believe this or not." He's like, "Man, I never knew at one point in my life I'd have enough money to run out a whole t- a whole uh yeah, whole thirty hotel. rooms in a whole hotel. entire hotel." I'm like. Yeah, but you're Bro, not paying it. But you d- you're not. Yeah, you yeah, don't. Yeah. You're you're scamming. Yeah, yeah. He, he's got a filter on his entire yeah. life. And, yeah, he had he had coming back to the Joker. He had the Joker laugh. Yeah, he had no, he's weird. weird. A Joker laugh. Yeah, he and a just weird like, smile. Yeah. What was that one part where like he said something about like oh I never told her that and they're like well we have the yeah we have the email or the text yeah. message yeah. where you did and he's like well 
Yeah, I know. Or like kids, yeah, there's something else like that too. And then they literally show the paper where the kid wrote something. You know, he's like, oh, I didn't make them sign anything. And then they like flashes to a piece of paper where a kid signed a contract to some crazy shit. Yeah. You're like, no, like literally there's proof you're psycho. Dude. It, it, he has like 300 charges against him, right? Felonies? Yeah, yeah something insane. He, he, uh, the story's wild. Uh, the the pace of the movie is actually pretty good because mm-hmm. there's so much. There's obviously answers you want to have. And you, mm. you almost want more, which I think is always better, right? You yeah. Rather than other documentaries give you too much of boring. King. Yeah, just too much. Where this, you're like, damn, I, I wish they could have dove in here more because he's so crazy. Or the, I want to hear more about the money or, yeah, more about the recruiting. There's there's semi-unanswered stuff, but it's kind of good unanswered because he's crazy. You're never going to know the answer. Um, and you'll never know the truth, right, because not everything was filmed. Uh but the 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 length was good, because some of these shits go on fucking forever. The food, remember, he just like they wouldn't eat the mac and cheese because it was so awful looking. So Did you they see the just, picture of the one? It looked was bad. Oh the picture God. was so funny. Even the mom said something like, "I didn't know if that was oatmeal or okra or what the <laughs> fuck it was." It's like, yeah, that shit looked crazy. And then they would just like heat it up the next day. And it looked they like still, and they days still wouldn't and eat days it. and days. Yeah, it looked like the cream of corn, like a week old. Oh, dude, it looked really bad. That was that really sad scene where he like goes to that kid's door. He's like, oh, are you good at anything? He's like, dude, I'm fucking hungry, man. Yeah, yeah. Then they just cut. They don't really carry and on. And then like, oh, dude, those poor kids, man. I think that that's when they cut to getting them to steal from the grocery yeah, store. Yeah, they're all running around. That's it, right. Bags of ice. They should have, like, he should have gotten some kind of charges for, like, child neglect. No, for, for these sure. Minors. Like, this guy should be in fucking jail. So that's what I'm saying. Like, the rules of, like, starting a fake school and all that, okay, I understand the semantics there. But, like, no, he's taken, like, at least some of them had to be under 18. Yeah. Because, like, I guess if you're over 18, you're consenting to, mm-hmm. right? I could say, hey, Dean, beat the fuck out of me. And if I consent, you can beat yeah. the fuck out of me. So, but if they're underage and he takes them from his parents and he scams them and he doesn't feed them, like, there's, yeah, there's definitely got to be some jail time. How is this guy? I don't understand. Because his other ones were like fraud stuff, mm-hmm. but this is like criminal, criminal. We should call a lawyer. I, I don't understand it. Yeah, I I read something and I don't have it in front of in front of me now. What the actual situation with his with him now is? Because he thinks he's about to have a season. Well, yeah. that's that's what it that's what it's in the documentary. Yeah. But that's not happening. Yeah, for sure. It would be it would be technically happening right now. Correct. Right? Is a high school football on right now? Uh, yeah. Same as college, right? Same schedule, same same type of year, time time of year, Mike. Yeah, uh, yeah. Probably started in August. Yeah. So if technically, if he was going, he's going. Yeah, there's just no fucking way though. Playing it's one like, game this it's season, even, it's not even possible. Yeah, that shit was crazy, dude. One of the craziest stories I've ever heard. Like as far as in the sports world, and how new it is. You'd think crazy shit would be less likely now with social media. You would think, yeah. but but he in some ways used social media to be crazier. Yes. Right, yeah. because that's the yeah, because like yeah, in the '80s, you know, when no one knows, you know, you're just creeping around on paper. You can mm-hmm. make fake shit. He made a fake check, but then he's like, it wasn't a fake check. It was the real number. They're like, you went to fucking Kinkos. He's like, but it was the real number. Yeah, we that's just, crazy. Person he, he tried to he tried to gaslight the person. Like yeah. he does that whole. You know when he's lying? So he's so he's so animated when he lies. He does like the whole like yeah, like, like no, you're crazy. Like, yeah. What do you mean? That's totally normal. You just like, I just changed the name on it. What's yeah. wrong with you? That's yeah. what, that's Which what you like do. it is like, normal no. sometimes to prove it, right? You would show, you would like give them the check and then they would pr- uh, uh, copy it and give it to you as almost like a receipt. But like, no, you're literally just making fake money. Uh, that, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, in reality, banks don't have to accept them, but you can write a check on anything as long as it's got the the account number. And, Another loophole. And your signature, whatever, whatever. Doesn't even have to have a, um, you know, a check number or any of that kind of yeah. stuff, if the bank is willing to accept it. Not every bank is going to do that. He just but, knows all these little things, yeah. these little tricks. Yeah, yeah. He's smart. He's not an idiot. No, he's not an idiot. But he's like, I don't know. He's like chaotic evil. No, yeah. he's evil. He's evil. Oh, he's very Cause like evil. even the rotisserie thing. That's like that's smart. That's very smart. It's bad. It's you're yeah. evil, but he's not dumb. Yeah, yeah and then the whole. I mean, just like, what about like, what's the repercussions of putting these kids unprepared in front of these kids, like them getting hurt and him just Approach. like the guy's ACLs everywhere. Remember the kid was rolling over, uh, uh, holding his ACL. He kept like grabbing him yeah. and like turning him back over onto his back, like well, almost one, like yelling at him. The one like, kid said, "My knee snapped." He said, "Does it hurt?" He's like, "Not really." He's like, "You can play." And the kid ends up having a ripped ACL. <laughs> Dude. And the other kid broke his ankle. That wasn't even shouldn't have been court. Remember, he had in that game. He had two kids that were like uh, receivers or yeah, or uh, cornerbacks, yeah. and he had them uh, playing quarterback. Yeah. yeah, just the weakest looking throw I've ever seen. Oh, they were just kidding. That shouldn't even have been on. That should they should have just like cut the feed. But now they have to sell commercials. Yeah, commercials. <laughs> 
trying to find out where the, what I was reading about. Um, I wish I would have saw that game live and just been so confused. Some people did, right? <laughs> yeah. A lot of people. They were probably so confused. They were probably like, how did this, how is this on TV? Yeah. They're throwing the ball off someone's helmet. Wow, they didn't really bring the game plan today. Like, what's the excuse? And he's just like on the sidelines, just like holding an empty clipboard. Yeah, of he like, doesn't know what to call. He's drinking the Gatorade. <laughs> he's drinking it. He's just sipping the Gatorade on the sideline instead of coaching. <laughs> because they don't have any of their own drinks that was probably provided. Yeah, that was the only nutrition they've had is provided by ESPN. <laughs> probably so. Yeah. Uh, SB Nation had an article on this, and they they had the 10 most shocking revelations. I guess maybe we'll, we'll just run through this and sort of in conclusion here. Uh, Roy Johnson interned with the New York Jets under Belichick and Bill Parcells. That was pretty... That's huge. That's why I thought this was going to go somewhere good. Yeah, yeah. Entire plan for Bishop Sycamore was basically an insurance scam, what Mike was referring to earlier. Upon uh, learning it would take $150 million in funding to build a school and a sports program, probably a lot more than that, Johnson formulated an insurance scheme to get funding involved, signing church parishioners up for life insurance policies with wording that left a percentage of their policy on death to the school, not the church, but the school. So what's it like? Someone so someone has to die though for him to get that money. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, then he probably wouldn't kill. Them. That's a long game. Unless yeah, you're, that's what I'm saying. Well, I don't know. Unless depending you're in on the, the murder. Well, and depending on churches, you know, sometimes there's some a lot of old folks. A you're large targeting the older old people. Yeah. yeah, but the premiums on life insurance for if you're old, yeah, yeah, are higher. Are, are crazy yeah. unless you can find some company that's willing to take yeah. a low premium and, and pay he out a big. He wasn't known to be in a rich area. No, no. Uh, Johnson has a really disturbing way of viewing athletes. Prevailing theme throughout Roy Johnson's interviews in BSI is that he's totally unhinged. (laughs) Early in the documentary, he explains that part of the appeal of being a coach or a general manager is being the man in charge of gladiators. Later, when he's probed about why he didn't put a stop to his scheme when the funding ran out, he quips, I'm Magneto. These are my mutants, and I'm fighting for them. I saw that part. He's like, he's not Professor X. He's Magneto. I, I clocked that when he said it. Mm-hmm. Um, Bishop Sycamore targeted and preyed on kids with shaky family lives. Uh, everybody was ripped off by Roy Johnson. He's a predator. Yeah. Yeah. His video team sold on the idea that they'd become communi- the communications department for his fake high school were paid $60 for gas in exchange for six months of work. An $800 paintball outing for the players designed to project wealth was unpaid and player housing was booked on net 90 terms and hotels and never paid okay who's cool who's going paintballing to project wealth what is it? yeah the paintball fucking thing was 800 dollars. just runs yeah. team bonding and runs just yeah doesn't fucking just dine and dashes dine yeah. and dash. dine dashes of paintball yeah. small business shoot and scoot yeah kind of a bastard just, yeah you know how much no many fucking weekends or how many outings it probably takes for that company to make that that paintball money? Like, like that's not a high yeah. profit industry. Yeah, I know. And it's just like some random young guy. He's just trying to make it, just doing honest work, yeah, like getting more family. fucked. Like the retention on someone playing paintball is so low. You go like once, and then right. that's and it. You're like, done. You're not, yeah. right, like that's it for right. most people. Very small percentage like continue to play week in week out. So for that guy to like use up all that paint and all that rental and all like all that, that that's a huge fucking loss for that guy. Uh, the next one is how he scammed grocery stores. We talked about that. This this part I think we haven't really touched on, and I think it's I think it's critical. Uh, their ineptitude masked the fraud when it comes to age, because he had these big kids who were up to twenty three years old, yeah. but they were so awful, no one ever called that into question. Right? Yeah. If they're if they're actually Alabama talent, top to bottom, and they're shitting on high school kids, yeah, this this gets shut down right away. Right, twenty three year olds. Playing against high school sixteen year olds. That's such a huge gap. I know, and they're and they're ripping ACLs. I almost now feel bad making fun of the players because they already got scammed by this dickhead. But like, <laughs> you're getting shit on by sixteen year olds. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. not good either. No, that's that probably broke the pride more than all this fucking scam. Well, shit. part of it too. I mean, if they were if 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 it was handled like a real team, if they had real practices with with real game plans, real coaches, yeah, all this stuff, they might have been better. Maybe. Who knows though? There are some freaky fucking seniors in high school, right? That's like if they're true. not talented, that's why I wanted to know. Like, are these kids actually talented? Because some did end up at Louisville. Yeah. But if the rest of them are, you know, Jamokes. Yeah. And you're playing the best of the best. 
Yeah, you're still not. You're still gonna. You're gonna get shit. I'd be like yeah. me going out there just because I'm older doesn't mean shit. Bro, I went to a I played a pro am. I was 21, probably in the best shape, best basketball shape, best mind shape. I was in my prime. I was killing. Like I'm playing NBA cats. This kid, Mike Bryson, he's fucking sophomore, uh, junior or senior in high school, full ride to U- UCSB, just comes and dunks all over my, you know, like, they're like, yeah, go guard him. I was like, oh, this little kid, you know, he's 6'8", but he's a kid, I could tell, no facial hair, just <laughs> shits all over me. I'm like, all right, well, he played in the NBA, you know, he's a 16-year-old headed to the NBA, I'm fucking Mario and Luigi, 21 <laughs> in my prime, there's levels. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Um uh, the other ones we've sort of touched on that just didn't just destroy them mentally and physically, but also financially. Yeah, yeah. If they if they're you know eviction stuff, and if they took out loans in their own name at like seventeen, they're fucked. That yeah. does like last. That could last ten years of fuckness. Well, that one kid they were interviewing, and they told the kid on air or yeah. on the video that he has a PPP two. He had two PPP loans out in his name. Yeah, twenty. He didn't even know. Yeah, yeah. fucked. Yeah, didn't even know because this because he used their information. He fraudulently fill, signed him, yeah, probably exactly. And then the biggest shocker uh, that this there's just no remorse at all. There's no no from him yeah. or his other coach guy. I don't know. His other coach guy could have been fine in another circumstance, right? But he committed to this. Why is he still around? And he committed to the bit at the end. end. Yeah, right? and he's he's in the fucking documentary, like. Yeah. I'd be so ashamed. I'd move to South America and change my name. He's still wearing. Like, yeah, he's the bought merch. in. If he's yeah. going on the documentary, he's you're still, still wearing bought in. the merch. Yeah, too. He, he's like, obviously got some gear issues as well. Because yeah, you're committed to the bit. Yeah, he's yeah. Well, you know, look at like look at any cult leader. Like yeah. this guy could easily start a cult. No, he did. Yeah. Yeah, you know what did. I mean? Like yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, they're gonna be his loyal people that are thinking like everybody else is crazy, and this guy's yeah. right. I do wish they would have talked to some of the parents a little more. Yeah, they only talked to what. Two. One, yeah, and one was like, yeah. Two. If they would have dug in there, you would have really probably saw some emotion. Two moms, no dads, right? Yeah. I don't think I saw any dads. Well, yeah, that's just a that's a whole other problem. That's yeah. a whole other yeah. issue. That's half the reason why they were there. Right. Yeah. They didn't have anybody to uh, guide them in the yeah. right direction. When that's what the, that was the, the, the string in the story, right? Yeah. Is that he took advantage of the dad-coach relationship mm-hmm. yep. to some young men that were looking for some help. Then he said, like, I told these kids some dark things. that You guys don't even know what I would say to get people motivated. You got to yeah. say some horrible things. He was probably, like, going low. Yeah. Probably so. Yeah, he was a psycho. All right, let's rate this puppy. I think that, that the our rating scale should be uh, roadkill geese. Oh, man. Um, yeah. I might go like a, like a four, four killed geese. <laughs> the story's just so crazy. Like you can think about it after the documentary, mm-hmm. and you still realize it's crazier. You know, sometimes when you when you talk about it or you see it first, you're like, oh, that was kind of crazy. And then you forget about it. But this one's like actually pretty fucking nuts, and it's so modern, mm-hmm. right? It's so modern. Um, it was really interesting. And then the pace of it's pretty good. It dabbles in football. It dabbles in kids. It dabbles in business. It dabbles in church. It dabbles in all these things. Uh, so I thought it was really good, pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna double down on the four. Yeah, or geesers. Yeah, I don't know what would be a five at this point, but like I think Icarus. Is, I don't know if you did Icarus with us. I, Icarus I've, is, well, I've seen it many times. I loved Icarus. Icarus is good. That's, I, that's like a four that's eight like a, to me. That's you a, know, that's a high high yeah. high praise. That's like sure. one of the best. Yeah, I agree with that. And Last Dance is pretty good if you're a basketball fan. Like we have to do Last Dance. Yeah, it's so point. good. Last Dance is so good. That's I have like to rewatch f- it, but it's like a four five five to me. To me, obviously. The Jordan, yeah, the, just the aura of Jordan. It's so good. The interviews are good. Yeah. That's true. How many geese, Jim? Um, I would say okay on story, purely yeah. on just on the story existing in the world. That's a five dead yeah, the story. Yeah, the study <laughs> seems for, fake for damn sure. That seems fake. So uh, crazy. But I would I'll, I would also say four on the execution. Yeah. It was uh, it was well executed. It was it moved fast. It didn't lag at any point. If he wasn't it didn't repeat itself. No, yeah, yeah, it moved on because yeah. there's so many things to touch on. If he wasn't psycho though, he doesn't do that interview. No, no. Like, there's no, like, he's psycho. That's why I know he has real narcissistic traits because he knows going in the interview, or he, to him, going in the interview, this is a glorified story, right? He's good in this movie. Yeah. Right? Because any other person with morals knows that you're about to get flamed for being an idiot and you're not agreeing to the interview. What's the rating with him not in it? Yeah, it's probably zero. I think it really brings it down. Yeah, it's probably really bad. He elevates it. Because you can't see that it's true. Yeah. Then it's just a victim story. Yeah. But here you're like, no, dude, you're telling me what you want me to hear, and I still know you're lying. Yeah. yeah. Well, it tells you that Michael Strahan is uh, 
um, smart enough to know that he's got to grease this guy. Yeah, yeah he's probably shooting him funny texts. Yeah, being buddies to, with him. To yeah, to keep him on the hook for sure. To oh, you killed it, bro. Expose yeah, himself yeah. the way he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and exactly. to not not be willing to say. I mean, he said, "I'm the." What do you say? The most honest liar. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Some some bullshit like that. Yeah, some backwards joker. Phrase. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just to, to not realize that you're the villain of the story, or yeah. to maybe revel in being the villain. Yeah, half and half. Half and half. Yeah, because I still think he thinks he's good. Uh, yeah. Well, he's, he even like he even said at the at one part he was like. You know what they say in business is even if you don't have the money, you do all the things that people have the money. Yeah, have. He's that, like, that's yeah. his, that's his business goal. That like, head, first yeah. off, that's not true. Yeah, that's <laughs> not the case. It's sad, but that is kind of how social media projects rich people. Correct. Yeah, yeah everything oh, on social media. Is yeah, habits of rich people, yeah. and it, what I interviewed ten rich people, and this is what they do, and you know. Yeah, it's just, yeah, no. it doesn't work. It's just a bullshit thing. Yeah, it doesn't work. It's because it sounds uh, accomplishable. Right. It's it's like uh, a too too broad expansion of dress for the job you want to have right yeah you can wear a suit yeah, there's every day. pieces yeah there's pieces yeah there's pieces you can wear a suit every day to high school but you're just gonna be that weird kid that wears yeah. a suit every day to high school well, yeah. also you take action to be what you want to do right and what did these billionaires do 10 years ago is what you need to look at not yep. what they do right now because <laughs> yeah. now he's flying a private jet <laughs> yeah now he's not doing uh he's still probably yeah exactly yeah exactly. you do a shit uh where can people find you dean yeah kevin uh, kilos at uh, dean stores ck on ig and yeah yep Ladies and gentlemen, new episodes Wednesday, Friday, goodcompanydiscord.com if you want to top into the community and the Discord. Uh, Third Street Barbell, if you're in Northern California, come stop by. Uh, 3SB.co for all your gym apparel needs. And I'm Solomon Mike. I'll catch you the next one. I am at the Jim McD on all those social media. This show is 50% facts where percent is a word. And 50, excuse me, is just numbers. My bad. 50% facts is a Spreaker Prime podcast in association with iHeartMedia on the Obscure Celebrity Network. And we'll talk to you next time.